Welcome to Divine Throughline. I'm Ma Ananda Srimati, sometimes known as Julie Pyatt, and I'm here to share with you musings and perspectives on what it really means to live a life divine. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, you guys, uh, happy July. I am um, so happy to be back on the podcast uh, sharing with you today. Uh, it actually has been an amazing uh, couple weeks. Uh, yesterday was Guru Purnima, which is a high holy day in the Vedic traditions. It is uh, a day of blessings and grace, and when it's believed that all of the great gurus from all the multiverses actually come down and bless the planet. So if any of you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I posted some images of some devotional offerings to Ganesh. Um, we actually spent the day stringing garlands and uh, just sharing family and enjoying each other and making offerings to uh, different and different altars uh, around our house. So anyway, it was just a magnificent day, super, super beautiful, and it's... Um, you know, it's kind of the ultimate in devotion. And, and as I always say, there is just great power in devotion, a great ability to connect with something greater than the human form. Uh, and I find it to be, um, uh, a necessity and a, and a great blessing to be, uh, devoted and in devotion while living a human life. Um, and this is because a human life is by design full of many trials and challenges and suffering. And um, it's not easy. Um, a lot of times life can be very, very challenging and um, very uh, devastating. And to have this spiritual perspective to turn to, to cultivate is uh, really one of the greatest gifts that I've experienced in my life, uh, which is why I say we are spiritual beings having a human experience and not the other way around. Uh, so anyway, thanks so much for joining me this week. Um, I actually was in the middle of record. I recorded an amazing podcast with one of my sons, Trapper, and he was back from Ireland and uh, he's working on a song to offer for that episode and we're not quite done with it. And in the meantime, my oldest son, returned from his uh, travels in France. And so um, I feel extremely blessed today. He uh, offered to sing a song on the show today. And so Tyler's singing a new original song of his. Uh, and the title is, he just gave me the title actually. Um, his song is called Moonlight Sparks. And so uh, you heard a little bit of it in the intro, and I'll include the entire song at the end of the episode. Also, please follow him on SoundCloud and Facebook. Um, I believe it's Analemma, A-N-A, and then New Word, L-E-I-M-M-A. Uh, so they are on SoundCloud, also on Facebook. It may be Analemma Band uh, in one of, on one of those uh, platforms. But anyway, follow them. Uh, they're back. They're motivated. They're going to be uh, uh, finishing and recording more songs. And um, they're just quite, quite beautiful musicians. And uh, I know I'm their mom, but... Um, 
uh, I think you'll agree uh, that they're quite amazing. <laughs> so anyway, I hope you enjoyed the song. Uh, I certainly did. Uh, it's just very, very beautiful. So anyway, thanks, Ty, for sharing your gift with us and with the world. We appreciate it. Um, so what am I going to cover today? Uh, actually, uh, the big news is, is I'm only going to do one episode this week. And again, um, I'm just in, I'm trying to get in the flow. It seems like there's a lot of things happening all at once. Uh, Rich and I shot and the family actually, we shot a segment for a show that's debuting on NBC in October. So that took up uh, two days of my week last week, which was challenging for me to get an episode up. Um, and I just, you know, I'm really into being authentic and actually sharing when it when it's organic and when it's right. Uh, I am committed to the show, so I apologize for my schedule. Um, and I really, really appreciate. Uh, I had a nice. Um, you know, five or six people uh, donate uh, to kind of get our production budget back up to speed, which was helpful. So uh, thanks, you guys, for donating. I'm going to try to log in so that I can give you a shout out. Um, so anyway, that was really great. And uh, so this week, so what's going on this week? So we had Guru Purnima, which was yesterday, which was just, you know, an extraordinary day. And again, you know, we have to remember that we don't need anybody to give us permission to do a ceremony. You know, there's no rules around ceremony. Ceremony is about connecting with your heart, connecting with what moves you, um, taking a moment for gratitude, identifying things that you're that you're grateful for, things that you're challenged by, that you need to let go of, things that you're ready to shift in your life. Um, what do you want to experience more of? Uh, I did a call with our a group from Plant Power Way Italia Retreat that Rich and I just completed in in May in Italy, and uh, we're actually having monthly calls with this closed group, and it's quite extraordinary. And you know, we were talking about creativity this week, and you know, how do you cultivate a life of creativity? How do you end up um, experiencing the life that you want to live? And um, you know, I was I was explaining to them that sometimes when we get so fixed in our mind with the way something should go, um, we tend to block the miracles that are waiting for us in the universe. And so my my sharing to them and my prayer for them, my offering for them was that. Um, they take some time and identify the mo- the emotions that would they would like to experience in their life. Like, what is the real time visceral experience that you would like to feel in your life? Would you like to feel alive, healthy, connected? Um, how about valued and uh, understood or seen, um, celebrated? Even um, we many of us would like intimacy. You know, we want to be loved. We want to be expressed. We want to be realized. These type of things are important to identify the bhava or the emotion, uh, the feeling in our lives that we want to experience on a daily life. Um, if we're too intellectual about it, you know, we might even think that we want something, but we haven't really taken the time to really feel into that experience and really, uh, really understand what that experience is. And, and I think that's why a lot of people, you know, will say that, uh, that adage, you know, be careful what you wish for, you know, cause then you might find yourself in a nightmare. Well, hopefully, you know, we've taken the time in meditation to really call in the things that we, that we value, that we cherish, you know, we can call in relationships that are supportive, that are loving, that are celebratory, that are, you know, that are nurturing. Um, we can call in, you know, work experiences that 
that are uh, mutually beneficial, that are in this divine alignment where the alignment is stacked on top of each other, you know, where it's just, it just keeps fruiting in every single direction. Um, That's definitely how our retreat in Italy was for Rich and for me, really an extraordinary um, effort and even the preparation for two months leading up to it. Um, I developed a cookbook, the Plant Power Way Italia, which you'll be hearing more about, and then also developed a whole yoga system, um, which you'll also be hearing more about. So uh, our editing team gets back from Comic Con uh, after a week, and so we'll be able to start to finalize some of those assets and. Hopefully, I'll be making an announcement uh, with, you know, announcing that the program is ready for you to download. So, anyway, uh, wow. Um, the big news that I wanted to share and that I wanted to cover a little bit is that it's my birthday, you guys, tomorrow. Yay. Happy birthday to me. Um, I was born on July 21st um, in 1962. Shockingly, I will be 54 years old tomorrow. Um, I have to say that I have always felt this age. I was born um, already this age. Um, and when I say this age, I don't feel this age to be 54. I don't really feel it to be a number. It's just me. I just feel me, whatever that feeling is, that being, that awareness is. Um, and in a, you know, in a human way, I have to admit, I have a confession to make, and that is that I've never been down with this whole aging thing, with the whole thing of life that you come in and then it, you decay and, you know, you're, you shrivel up and, you know, collapse on the floor and then you're out, lights out, and there's nothing else left. Uh, maybe it's my knowledge of ever eternal life beyond this realm. Maybe it's my awareness that there are places that you live where you don't have to experience this death experience. You you definitely do have to on this planet in the in the current per- paradigm. Um, but I just I always since I was very very young felt that I would be taking my body with me. At a young age, I thought I would die very young. Um, cause I, I could never imagine, uh, going through the aging process. Um, and, uh, I can't really explain why that is, but I guess it's, it's, um, cultivated in me a desire to really treat my body as a temple, um, to really understand that this body is divine, it's pristine and it's a gift because it's a, it's a house for my spirit. It's a house for my soul. And so I've spent many, many years of my life cultivating a very close relationship with my body. And it's almost as if it is another entity. Um, and I found a tremendous power in actually, um, you know, uh, self-care, self-massage. It's something called Abhyanga in Ayurveda. And it's uh, basically every every day I have a ritual of rubbing my body with warm oil. Um, and it's, um, it's like a care, like a self-care, a self-love um, that actually keeps the energy flowing and the skin supple. And um, uh, another ritual that I do daily is um, is bathing, but as part of the ba- bathing, there's a process of m- washing my feet, but it's done in a with spiritual awareness. Like I'm aware that this is a, these are sacred feet. This is a sacred life. Um, so washing the mouth, uh, washing my face, washing the feet, um, and really making the bathing ritual. 
a ceremony of sorts of honoring our body. And I think so many of us, it's interesting because my mom, uh, you know, my mom is now uh, 88 and she was on my podcast a few episodes back. If you haven't listened to it, please check her out. She's quite delightful and amazing woman, um, inspiring. Uh, and, uh, but she was explaining to me that, um, she had had the experience that she had been very unkind to herself in photographs, like her whole life at whatever stage she was, when she saw a photo of herself, she immediately didn't like it or would look to why it wasn't good. And then as she aged, she would look back at the photos and think, oh, actually I look pretty good. I should have been kinder to myself in that moment. And so, um, actually today I'm, I'm, I'm not even quite sure right now as I'm talking to you that I'm going to post it, but I did take a selfie. I took a selfie in, uh, you know, in a, in a skimpy, uh, bathing suit situation. Um, and, uh, it was just in my, it was in my room. It was in my room, like after my morning ritual and I, and I snapped the photo and I'm thinking of using it for the episode. It's a little revealing, um, not totally my style, although I've always kind of had a little bit of a sexy thing to me, even though, I'm a spiritual person. Um, uh, you know, I think that all of it is an outfit. You know, I remember when I started to connect more to meditation and to the lineage and, and, um, you know, for a while there I was like, okay, I'm going to let my hair go gray, which by the way is, is white as snow. I, I would be, I'd literally look like Gandalf the wizard if I didn't dye my hair. Um, but, um, you know, at, at a certain point I was like, okay, I'm going to let my hair just go and I'm going to wear robes and I'm going to, you know, do all that. And then I just meditated on that. I was like, but that's just another outfit. It's just another version of an outfit. So I am a modern woman. I live in the world. Um, I love fashion. I love beauty. I love my body. And, um, without wanting to cultivate a, um, you know, I, I want to be careful about the sexy part of it because um, I'm exploring, and I think a lot of us are exploring, you know, how do we be sexy and not um, objectify ourselves, right? I mean, uh, that's really the tragedy of this power of women, um, how many of us are are compromising or object, you know, allowing ourselves to be objectified. Um, however, I think it's a frequency from within because I think when you truly embody your sacred feminine, um, it doesn't really matter what's going on around you. You're fully in your own power and you're not in manipulation of someone else or trying to attract somebody in a low vibratory way. Um, so anyway, uh, I may post this photo as the uh, SoundCloud icon and on Instagram uh, because I'm 54 today and uh, with uh, with my iPhone and a little filter, um, I took a beautiful photo, beautiful selfie, uh, and I honor my form. It's the only one I have uh, and it is divine. It's divine to me. Uh, and so uh, I think I'm going to honor her, honor my form and, uh, and go ahead and, and post it. And I'm sure that if I live more years on the planet, uh, when I'm 80, I might, I might enjoy it. I might look back and actually enjoy it. Um, so anyway, but what I wanted to share is, is just, um, that I think all of us could use 
um, a shift in our perspective about ourselves, about our bodies. And again, you know, I, I speak about plant-based food and about eating, you know, an Ayurveda, eating, you know, as your body is a temple, you're feeding your body, you're feeding your body the sacred food. And what are you putting in? Like, what are you putting into this, to this divine machine that, that, that houses your spirit so beautifully and does so many things all day long that we never even think about. Um, and, and, even more than that is the thoughts and the energetics that we place on our body. And this isn't about being a certain color or height or size or shape. It's about being healthy in whatever form you are. And all of us have beautiful qualities to celebrate, um, all so unique and so individual. And I feel like that's if we are loving our body like a body temple, um, uh, then it, we can celebrate its form in whatever way it appears. Um, I think when we are looking at advertising or comparing ourselves uh, to some standard or some norm you know, in society, um, we will always... Uh, uh, come up short or, um, and, and when we, when I say come up short, really what this inner dialogue is, is it's a violence. It's a violence that we inflict on ourselves because we're constantly telling our body energetically that it isn't right. It's not the right one. It's not the best one. Uh, and as a matter of fact, we're telling it that we wish we had another one. That, that another one would be better. So, um, you know, I, I haven't done a lot of that in my life. I've, I've done a fair amount of that. You know, we all go through awkward stages and stages when we're, you know, when we're different, different ages and just don't feel good in our skin or we're growing into ourselves or coming into our own. But, you know, for the most part, I mean, uh, I'm extremely blessed that I have the form that I have. Um, I, I honor her, I enjoy it and I, uh, treat it like, like she is a sacred temple that houses my spirit. So in whatever form you are, uh, your mission is to, um, nurture and love yourself. And what I would offer in extension of this whole um, subject is to find it within yourself to speak to your organs. If you're challenged, um, if there's something out of balance in your system, speak to your heart as a separate entity, tell it that you love it, that you're sorry for any violence that you inflicted on it, that you value it so tremendously um, that you thank it for all of the uh, all the care and all the mechanics that it has performed in your service. Really, um, love your liver. Speak to your liver. Talk to it. Um, thank it. Honor it. Nurture it. Um, speak to all of your organs. Really get viscerally connected to your organs. Um, take your awareness and your presence. Uh, very, very viscerally with great attention um, and, and focus. Be, be in your liver for 10 breaths. Uh, be in your heart for 10 breaths. Uh, go into your brain and really put your awareness in your brain 
really be there for 10 breaths. And as you see in an earlier episode, I did this uh, pain chasing technique where you actually chase your pain around the body and and it's remarkable. You need a facilitator and Brad and I did it and it was quite extraordinary. And what you'll find if you have the tenacity and the persistence to actually keep your awareness on your pain, it will run around your body until it will leave your body. And so the big epiphany for me was, well, what is pain? If you can chase it out of your body with your awareness, then what is pain? And so the other part of this, uh, the power of presence, the, the immense power of presence, is that your presence is, is like a divine light. It's like God consciousness. And it has the perfect um, like coding or knowledge or divine wisdom. And so simply by placing your presence inside your organ, you are facilitating uh, the ultimate expression of that organ because your focus, your, your eye, and when I say your eye, I mean like your higher vision is in that organ. So placing it there and amplifying it there. And, um, you know, for any doctors out there who work in trauma situations or ER and Andrew or Claire, if you're listening to this, my, my dear friends from Plant Paraguay Italia that are in Australia, um, we've talked a lot about, um, you know, having tools to assist people who are sick or who are dying. And, you know, this is, it's a very powerful tool, the power of presence. You know why? Because you're God. That's why. God is expressing through you. And so if you connect to that truth and place that awareness in whatever area of your body is suffering, whatever area of your body is is imbalanced, um, you will assist it to heal itself simply with the power of your presence. And now, of course, you can be involved in all your other processes to heal. You know, we heal from many sides. We use Western medicine, we use Eastern medicine, we meditate, we pray, we vision, but it's sort of like, um, who's holding the highest vision for you? You know, all of us mothers, all of us caretakers, fathers who have been taking care of other people, who's holding the vision for you? Who's holding you in your highest emanation? That's your higher self's job or privilege. And so uh, treat your body almost like a young child, you know, uh, care for it, nurture it, wake up in the morning and say, thank you. Thank you for holding me. Thank you for housing my vast spirit in this realm. And then you can incorporate ritual baths, so beautiful ritual baths, and incorporate my favorite thing, which is aroma and scents and incense. And um, these these things are so nurturing. Uh, They instantly can lift you, can take you, transport you to an ancient place or a memory of of great beauty. So use essential oils. Uh, My favorite, some of my favorites are jasmine, frankincense, sandalwood. Um, I love orange. Um, I love geranium. These are all very uplifting scents and and, uh, very, very powerful healing scents. So uh, get in your body as a ritual. Um, 
and enjoy it. And then take that from your ritual bath into an oil massage. So Abhyanga in the morning, and it depends on your dosha. So, um, you know, do a little research online, but you know, if you're uh, vata or very uh, windy and airy, uh, more thin, more wiry, tend to be uh, scattered. Um, sesame oil is very nurturing for you. And you can get a metal um, pan and just very, very quickly uh, heat it over a flame and then let it cool. You know, may, be very careful, but let it cool. And you can even drop a couple drops of essence into that. Like I love putting in frankincense in my And then you're going to rub all of that oil on you in long strokes, um, all moving towards your heart. Um, the extremities. And and um, after you put the oil on and you've rubbed the oil on, you can take a hot shower afterwards and it actually penetrates into the skin. And it's not just a topical moisturizer. It actually um, deals with a lot of the energetics and parasympathetic um, energetic systems. And hopefully I'll have my dear friend Jennifer on uh, soon to uh, speak more about Ayurveda and educate us on some of those um, concepts. Um, if you're a very fiery person, a coconut oil is very cooling to the system. So you might want to use coconut oil, um, in your case. So anyway, um, I wanted to offer this about self-care. I also needed to tell you guys about, a, a miraculous, um, discovery that I made in the area of healing. Uh, and again, it, it's based on Paralandra essences. Uh, the last two episodes, um, I've done them on nature and then we had our conscious parenting episode last last time. And um, I also want to just thank everybody who commented on Instagram and who sent me messages. You guys are so beautiful. So many beautiful parents out there just really champion, being champions for their kids and, and really wanting to expand. And, and uh, it was beautiful to hear from you. And I will do more on that subject. Okay. So we'll, we'll do another check-in and I'll kind of give you an update on where I am now uh, with my kids kids and my process. Uh, But what I had to let you know of is um, I'm starting to commune with my garden really as a spiritual practice. So I'm looking for the communications with the Davic realm. And the Davic realm is present when we're co-creating anything in creation in this realm, whether it's a garden or whether it's a soilless garden or whether it's an idea, a dream, a business, a relationship. It's all a co-creation if we open our awareness to it. So um, because I had energetically sensitive children who were had sort of uh, interesting uh, qualities and natural talents that were not uh, right up the middle. Um, I was using these flower essences to heal their uh, energetic systems. They're very sensitive systems and um, they're created by a place called Paralandra. If you want more information, listen to the previous episodes um, uh, and you can you know, get sort of more of an idea uh, about what it is. But in particular, they have one product and it's called ETS. It is a trauma solution and it is a mixture of flower essences that has been designed. They have it for humans, they have it for animals, and they have it for soil. And I think, uh, I don't know if they have it for soilless gardens, but um, I've, I've known about this tincture. I've had it in my home. Um, I used it with my children. And for some reason, you know how that is, like you just don't get it. Till you get it. So for some reason, 
I never got it. It never occurred to me to use, to try to use the ETS when I'm in a headache, um, uh, trauma. And, uh, for any of you that don't know me, um, I tend to suffer from very severe headaches. I used to call them migraines because I really didn't have another name for them, although they're not classically, um, you know, defined as migraines and, you know, they come more often when the moon is full, when the eclipse is happening, uh, when there's a lot of people around me, when I'm doing healing work. Um, so, uh, it's really for me, a lot of that I'm opening to channel energy and sometimes my body, it's an overwhelm and my physical body can't process it quite. So for me, it feels like I've literally been traumatized, like someone opened the crown of my head and screamed down my spine. And I'm in a very severe pain level. Sometimes it lasts one day, sometimes it lasts three days, but it literally feels like an entity went up my spine and locked it down. And it's not just in my head, although the pain in my head is severe and extreme. So anyway, the other day I started to get one of these massive headaches. You know, I woke up and it was like level eight, like on a 10, just, just on the way, like, like I've experienced hundreds of times, you know, over the last 20 years. And for some reason I remembered the trauma solution and the, the prescription on it is that you take, uh, you know, a dropper like every three to five minutes for the first 20 minutes after the trauma. Uh, and I did as directed, and I'm telling you guys, it was completely stabilized in 30 minutes. In an hour, I was on my way to my day. I, I went through my entire day, and it wasn't until the end of the day that I realized. I mean, it went 100% away, better than any pharmaceutical migraine pill I've ever taken better than, you know, just really better than any healing technique better. You know, I always tried everything. I try eyes. I try, trust me, I've tried every single thing and chasing the pain actually works, but I need someone to facilitate for me for 45 minutes or an hour. Um, so anyway, this was extraordinary. And then actually after the NBC shoot, uh, we went out to dinner to this vegan Chinese restaurant and, um, I just, I was just too exhausted to ask if there was any lime juice in the, you know, in the dishes. I was just like, oh, I can't be bothered. And I actually secretly knew that I had the ETS and I'm, I've been um, tested and I'm allergic to lime juice. So that's another thing that kicks it off. So I ate um, delicious, delicious meal and uh, woke up at 3.30 a.m. in lockdown, lime juice allergy. And I did the same thing with ETS and in 30 minutes, completely gone. I slept. I did sleep two hours longer than I usually did do. I woke up. It was extraordinary. So I have to share this with you guys. For any of you that this is resonating with you, if you have any kind of ailment, um, get it, have it on hand. You can order it online. I got a pretty large bottle. It was only $22. Uh, it's Paralandra, um, I believe it's hy- hyphenltd.com. Um, so that's what I wanted to share with you guys this week. I, um, I'm overjoyed to have my son Tyler back home. He got home last night and, um, it's just beautiful to have him here. And 
I'm really, really, really uh, happy that he sang and shared this song with us. And uh, I will be sharing Trapper's episode next week as well. So um, I just can't imagine on this 54th birthday uh, how I could be any more blessed or any more loved or any more uh, um, happy. So uh, anyway, I hope you enjoy it. And also wanted to let you know that my birthday present is actually I am going to go uh, do a session with this multidimensional psychic uh, who's been highly recommended to me. Uh, I'm going to vet her first. And if she's good, I'll let you know who she is so you can check it out if you're interested in having a session. (laughs) So anyway, um, I hope you guys have a beautiful week. Uh, Thanks for hanging in there with me. And again, I just want to mention, hold on, let me just see. I just want to thank everybody who donated. Astrid, thank you so much. Um, Kristen, Jessica, um, Enchanted uh, Decor, thank you. Uh, Jennifer, let me get a better overview here. Um, They don't show me as much as they used to. So, oh, here, let me see. View all my transactions. Let me just look and see. Um, And I know there were some people that donated last week and uh, I so appreciate it. I'm actually going to be back in the studio with Brad on Monday. Um, Harry's been handling this for me now. Um, my, My other new news is that I am in full force photographing my cheese book right now. Um, So I'm super excited about that. Follow me on Instagram uh, to see some of those images and to keep, um, just to keep with us. So that would be really, really cool. Okay, here we go. Hold on. I'm going to just say a few more. Um, Jennifer, thank you. Emily, thank you. MMG Creative, thank you so much. Um, Taylor, I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Kimberly, James, Natalie, um, Lucy, thank you. Um, And I think that's it. Um, Also, my Patreon group, you guys are the best. Um, Thank you so much for uh, supporting me. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, This year coming up, I kind of do my expressions based on years. You know, birthdays are important. Um, It's definitely a ceremonial time for me. Um, Actually, I'm I'm having a mala made um, that incorporates uh, an antique typewriter key with the letter S on it for Srimati, along with my sitar pick. And uh, I actually had a very amazing mala, and I uh, left this over my dad uh, when he passed. So I'm replacing my mala. Um, I've got 108 uh, jewels of actually moonstones, and uh, really looking forward to that talisman. I really enjoy having something that's very sacred, that's self-created, that I'm able to uh, use actually for a ceremony and for um, uh, just sacred connection to uh, to the divine. So that's really, really fun. Um, and anyway, I guess that's it for this week. Um, check out Rich and My Book, The Plant Power Way, if you don't have it already. Um, it's an amazing family-style plant-based cookbook, over 120 recipes. It's all tasty, creative, fun, simple, um, and it's really more of a coffee table book. So you can find that on my website, srimati.com. That's S-R-I-M-A-T-I.com. Also, if you don't have my music yet, please check that out. You can get that also on my site. I have the two albums that I recorded with my boys. Um, 
and then uh, also Rich and I have a new course on Mind Body Green. It is about sacred relationship. Some of the concepts that we cover in that course are really, really key, and they're key if you're not in a relationship as well, because it really is about the inner sacred marriage, and it's also about kind of uh, dropping this old paradigm of uh, of rescue, rescue and rescuer, like the prince and the princess, and how that all plays out and how really destructive it can be and really is and and just false. Um, So anyway, if you're interested on that, you can find that on mindbodygreen.com. We're going to be doing a webinar um, actually from Brooklyn in August, uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, and then I'm going to be at the Spokane Veg Fest this week. I'm actually flying out on Friday with Rich. We're going to do our uh, cooking demo, which has kind of turned into a comedy routine. Uh, the the folks at the Plant Power Way uh, Italia retreat uh, laughed their their butts off. They were they were so bummed we didn't film it because uh, you know Rich and I are so different. So it was really funny. And then the other thing I wanted to just mention, uh, we do have a few spaces left on the October retreat for Plant Power Way Italia. The dates are uh, um, October 1st through the 8th. Really extraordinary experience. Um, I will be there with my entire family and Rich, and we can't wait. So we're going to be there with uh, about 45 people, and we're going to go through a week of transformation. It's um, everything, creativity, yoga, spirituality, sacred marriage marriage, cooking, community. Um, it's just a blast. So if you're interested, um, go to, uh, I should probably go to richroll.com and you can click through or you can go to uh, ourplantpowerworld.com. Uh, and find out all the information about that. We do have a trip um, planned for February. I believe we're going to be going to Australia, which is quite extraordinary. Stay tuned for that. Um, And then more trips coming up next year. We're going to be going back to Ireland next summer. And in case you missed it, check out the Happy Pair uh, channel on YouTube. They did a series of super sweet videos when Rich and I were there. I just watched one today of all of us making the deep blue sea smoothie from the Plant Power Way. These guys are infectious. They're adorable. Um, I just, I, I haven't stopped enjoying them. And I've been back from Ireland over a month. Uh, My son Trapper did stay there in the community and work in the cafe. But anyway, David and Stephen, they're the best and uh, they're a force for good and they're really fun and funny. So anyway, check those videos out. So anyway, I think that's about it, you guys. Again, uh, thanks so much for supporting the show. Uh, I appreciate your love and your support and your donations. If you go to srimati.com, click on the podcast page, scroll down, And there is a prominent box there that says something like, if you're feeling some healing, uh, share your love and support the show. You can click on that link. Um, And also just stay tuned. I'm really uh, refining all of my different um, areas of of creative expression. So I'm coming out with a a new branding that's very unified and um, it'll have you know, my food and my cookbooks, uh, my spiritual messages, my yoga, um, more music, um, all of it, uh, coming in, in new way and sort of a a new expression. So stay tuned for me. Um, I am working
working to uh, be able to offer more videos and to have kind of more of a streamlined process so that I can show up for you guys the best way that I can um, uh, while remaining uh, devoted to my family, to my two little girls. Even though my boys are older, I still have a nine-year-old and a 12-year-old. And of course, I am a wife to Mr. Rich Roll, which takes a lot of time. You guys can all imagine. (laughs) So anyway, again, uh, my heart is full. Thanks for sharing everything, you guys. Have a beautiful week. And I will be back with another episode next week. Um, Have a beautiful one. Until next, remember that I believe in you to find your way home. You are God and you are divine. Take care of yourself and your body. Namaste. Uh